Welcome to the late night. <clears throat> it's just a test run, but we're trying to get stuff together, you know what I'm saying? Um, I really think I'm going to start taking podcasting serious. Uh, so my first episode would be what got me into this. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh... This is me. Um, I'm going to tell you my name since it's the first episode. My name is Brashard Harris. So, the people who don't know me and you just want to get to know me, that is my government name. I'm not going to say it again, but that is my government name. Most people, they usually call me Shard or Booby, Badass, um... I got a few other names. Lavonna Check. That's what I like going by now. That that's low key my middle name and my rap name. I'm just putting it out there. But yeah. Um I'm not a rapper. I'm a motivational speaker. So things I do sometimes be placed on music and things I don't do sometimes I just you know, I'm a very intriguing person. I came from a totally different atmosphere of where I'm at now and the way I think now is totally different, but I can honestly say that I'm happy about the things that I'm doing and the things I'm trying to do. Um, right now, my first episode is currently in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, I'm a resident as of right now, and you know, I was originally um, so what I'm going to start off with is who am I? This is my first episode, and this is the podcast era. <sighs> so, who am I? Well, I'm an African American. I wouldn't even say African American. I'm a black guy from the heart of South Southern Florida. So, that would be mainly Broward, Palm Beach, and Miami Dade County. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was born in 1993, October, yo, you know what I'm saying, uh, I'm from Carver Ranches, Florida, which is changed, was changed to West Park in 2005, but if you're from the area of the surrounding areas, everybody knows it as Carver Ranches, um, small community, 10 streets, not that much, but... <laughs> Each street would definitely give you hell, and each street will always have a story to tell. That's what my uncles and everybody used to always like to explain. Like, you know, you're unique because of where you come from. You know, the things that you got, the obstacles that you got to overcome, and the things that you see is not the average American gets to see every day. So, like, wow. Where I'm at in Kansas City, they don't see, like, the stuff that we see every day. They don't know about hot sausage, pickle eggs, squeeze, because they don't got, they don't have no, none of that, none of that. And, um, so I would like to shout out, um, um, acrony, irony, something like that. This is how I'm starting my first podcast, you know. It's totally off a cell phone. I hope I sound normal to you guys, but um, yeah, we're going to keep this going. Let me get a short intermission. Let me get me something to drink, and we'll be right back. And we're back. I'd like to thank Currency for his um, 
No. This intermission song. Happy birthday to my man. You know, Jet Jets for life. I still got a tattoo on me. I do want him on my show one day. You know, I want some of the coolest people I ever can have on my show. Uh, you know, just to show who I am. Like I would, I would definitely have. Just make a ten of ten top ten. You know, get this out of the way. Since I'm already doing one dream, I might as well fulfill the rest of them. Um, top ten people. I would like to have on my show, not not soon, not this year, not next year, whenever it's possible that I can create create a bigger audience to gain some type of people on my show. So, in no direct order, I'm gonna just name ten people I would love to have on my show. Uh, the first person I would love to have on my show is Joey Badass. Some people might be like, "Why you want Joey Badass on your show?" Uh, no, I just wanted to learn about, you know, at the age of 16 or 15, you know, at the age that he was doing the stuff that he was doing, such as America and stuff with Capital Steez and all that stuff like that, they was already into the, the, their experimental phase with psychedelics, you know, it was already into the black man God and, you know, they, they was ahead of their time. Honestly, Joy them was ahead of their time and, the things that they did was, you know, intriguing to me because at a young age, these kids had a mindset that, you know, your life is not just built for to be an average American. You was not built to wake up and work every day. You know, you was built to, you know, serve a bigger purpose, exploit the mind, explore the body, explore the soul, you know, stuff like that. So that was the reason I wanted to meet Joey Badass. The second person I want to meet is Lauren Hill. You know, she's just a deep person that always, you know, connected with me somehow. I don't know why. I don't know how. It was just the miseducation of Lauren Hill was 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 groundbreaking, you know. I see why I won all the Grammys. It got all the praise it did, and then she just up and left. You know, I just want to ask, like, was it a spiritual thing? Was it, you know, society, Hollywood? I just wanted to get to the bottom of, you know, what happened to Lauren Hill. Three, it'll probably be like, hmm, hmm, currency. You know, I just throw him in there. You know, currency has always been a cool dude. I just want to know how. You know how he maintained the game, like all the transitions from, you know, no limit to cash money to his own shit to jet life, you know, to whiz, you know, meeting, you know, just staying afloat because it's pretty hard when you're in the music industry. You know, as soon as your buzz go or you lose a label like, um, who, uh, Wally, you know, stuff like that. Wally is a good artist, by the way, but it's still like, um, you know. He once he started losing his buzz, like people was like trash. He's trash. Who else? Who else caught buzz? You know, switching then started switching up. Like Fetty Wap dying down, shy glitch. Like you don't really, you don't really stay that hot that long unless you, you know. And currency is just always that guy who, you know, stays afloat on his own, on his own pod. I like to say. Um, four. You know, this is, is kind of hard. I don't really want to 
want a lot of people on here, but no, most of those was magicians. I'm not. I said magicians. I'm coming off a of drug addiction. People, calm down. Um, four. Am I on four? Joy Badass, Lauren Hill, Currency, Erica Badu. You know, I love to meet Erica Badu. Um, people didn't probably ask that every question in the world. You know what I'm saying? I. <laughs> I just want to answer one question, but it's not for me to say right now because she won't answer my question unless I get to meet her. You know what I'm saying? I just want to know what that voodoo do. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at comment Andre D. Thousand. Like, it's something with that. It's it's something about that voodoo. I'm gonna get to the bottom of it. <laughs> uh, okay, five. Hmm. I ain't trying to meet no politician. I don't give a damn how black you is. I don't give a damn about you. Fuck the politicians. Um, how can I say this? J. Cole. You know, I'll probably put J. Cole back at first. Nah, you know. Because, you know, with that great mind always comes a great responsibility. And, you know, I feel like J. Cole is for the people all the way for the people. But he's not for, you know, like a single individual. He's just for the people all the way around. So you see me, like me, myself, if I try to be like, oh, J. Cole is all about me. He wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't even intrigue into being to dealing with me just because his mind is all about the people in his life. You know what I'm saying? I totally understand him because I'm for the people. But at the same time, I'm not for to break down my, you know, my peopleism for one person, if that makes any sense. I don't even know if peopleism is a word. But shit, we just made a word on this podcast. <laughs> Shout out to, um, you know, the creative thinkers out there who just rock it. And, you know, you don't have to listen all the way to this. You don't have to listen to me at all. Like, you don't have to click play. To me, this is like a way to vent. Vent to myself. Vent to, you know, people out there who just, you know, like to hear hear people talk for a change. Ain't you tired of like reality TV and like props and skits and, you know, like already pre-prep shows? Log monologues and and scripts. Aren't you guys tired of that? What happens to creativity? You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's coming back. Like creativity is coming back, but it's like what happened to it? Everybody has a ghostwriter now in music. You know what I'm saying? It's already pre written. You just got to make a melody for for the music. You know. Uh, what else is pre-written? You know, like college, college, college sports is pre-written, homie. Every great, you know, high school basketball player is one and done. Now it's pre-written. Like you go to a big school, you know, you one and done. Is it? That's it. It's pre-written. It's done. You know, college football is pre-written. You know, you go to a big school. You already know what's going on. You're trying to get to the NFL combine. You're trying to, you know, there's no more creativity. It's not stuff that people want to do anymore that would be like, oh, shit, that, that's a first. Like, 
So this is this is me. I like to go off the head. I like to freestyle. I like to talk about the shit I like to do. You know what I'm saying? I like to talk about aliens, the pyramids, Antarctica, shit like that too. It's just, you know. I would call me the black Joe Rogan, but I'm not even up there yet. I'm like the black young Jamie who just Google everything when I'm watching your Joe Rogan. <laughs> But shout out to everybody, you know what I'm saying? But back to my list, though. Um, six would be... Six would... I got to pick, like, a social media person that I want to bring on here. They, they don't have to be in music, sports, and nothing like that. I just want to bring a social media person on here. I don't know yet. I don't know who I want, like, a social media... Nine times out of ten, it'd probably be, like, Charlemagne... Or, you know, um, I would say Jesus and Mero, but I don't, I love them. Jesus and Mero is awesome. It's just like the Southern and New York vibe just don't never click. Even when I got, I got New York friends. We just, you know, they talk fast. We talk Southern. They talk North. We talk Southern. I couldn't, I couldn't. But Charlemagne, most definitely, I would have Charlemagne on my show. That's a good six, Charlemagne, Charlemagne. Um, Arian Foster, that's seven. And he, low-key. Okay, so the reason why I, I, I started watching podcasting was Joe Rogan and his conspiracy theories with Eddie Bravo. That's what got me hooked. And when they was talking about how the mafia killed Kennedy and stuff like that, that's what I was like, bro, why people don't ever talk about this stuff? Like, why? They got videos. I'm just doing this off the phone. And if I ever get in the process of, you know, getting sponsors and videos and stuff like that, uh, I will most definitely try to do a production like Joe Rogan and, and what Arian Foster is trying to accomplish right now. Now, when I started watching Arian Foster's podcast, it was, you know, an eye opener in 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 so many ways because it was like he he's first of all he's an ex NFL player. Anybody knows me knows I love football. That that that's been a part of me since I was four years old. So everybody knows I love football. So he was an NFL player. He does not agree with you know playing NFL. He doesn't even want his kids playing NFL. He would tell somebody today. They had to choose between the NFL and, and, and college. He would most definitely, like, throw them all the way on the college route. Like, he is not about the NFL, you know. And he's actually a smart dude. Like, he's he's going to school right now for physics, I think, or he's trying to be a something. He's trying to be something big, you know, like one of them scientists dudes. And like I'm just so with it. Like he's he he makes music, good music. He, the dude is awesome. He's low key me in ten years, <laughs> minus the NFL shit. Probably mad. I'll be the Madden King. But minus the NFL, he's probably me in ten years. Like I'm probably gonna try to go back to school and do some stuff I didn't didn't ever like get to accomplish or. Things that I I feel like I need to accomplish. But the things he's doing now is like groundbreaking on the levels as, look, it doesn't matter who you are or like what people portray you to be. Just be yourself and you will will be happy. Like you will be the utmost, most happiest. Because he looks so happy right now. 
Like if you watch him, you know, he he's he's used to tell us how to press and like how he used to like be on the field and thinking about science and asking why he's here, like in his last years of the NFL. You know what I'm saying? And like he's just He's just so happy now, like he's out of it. He could talk about it. He made, you know what I'm saying? He made a nice, substantial lot of, amount of money to talk about it in the right way with the right production and all these things, you know? And I'm just starting to do this without it. So, you know, uh, he is a great motivator. You know, I'll, hopefully I get to talk to him one day and hopefully he'll invite me on his podcast to alliterate how we all want Jim Carrey to explain his goddamn mind, because that's what I'm trying to figure out, too. So, shout out to Aaron Foster. I guess that's seven. Eight would be... Hmm. Hmm. Who would you interview? I mean, you know, it would be the dead people, but they all dead, so... I guess I gotta go back to rap, yo. You know? And eight would most definitely be, you know, Nazir Jones. Nas. Like, it it, it wouldn't be Jay-Z to me because, like, all due respect, I do respect Jay-Z and everything he do. I respect Diddy. I respect what they did for the black rap nation. You know what I'm saying? Like, putting the business and the money and the mind into the business. You know, that's a great aspect. That's an important aspect of the business. But Nas was just, you know, to me, I think I'm authentic. I think I'm raw. Like, when when I catch, like, a vibe or when I catch heat, like, it's like I'm so generic with it. Like, I blend, I blend in with everything. Like, I can make a story out of anything. I can I can finesse you out of anything. Like, it, it's just giving. It's the flow with it, you know. And, um, you know, I was never introduced to Nas at an early age. We was Tupac fans. And because my uncle used to have a Me Against the World CD. So Tupac, you know, my friends was Tupac heads. Shaw and Renard was Tupac heads to the death. So Tupac was like, you know, on what we was talking about. We was always Tupac fans. I was not happy with the movie. They should have made the movie better. Hell, they should have had a better person playing the movie. Shout out to Chris. I was in middle school with because uh, he just posted a picture. That nigga looked like Tupac for real. But anyway. Um, yeah, so Tupac was was like the 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 person that we monumented. Like Biggie over Biggie and all of them. It was Tupac. And, you know, when I went to the school... You know, and I got out. I I ain't really finished school. I ain't even like the shit. I was just that was just a total trap. But enough about that. When I got out of school and I was, you know, starting to gain, uh, trying to figure out who I am. You know, living, working, and doing shit. Um, I stumbled upon the Illmatic album. I don't know how I stumbled upon it. I think I was on the laptop or on my phone. I stumbled upon it, and I was like. You know, before I even listened to it, I, I you know I Google everything, so it they was just like this is the the Bible of hip hop on Google. It was like this is like where hip hop, you know, that raw natural hip hop storytelling came from. You know, even though we had the the, the um the KRS ones and and the 
the Rakims, the story to the LLs. It was just like Nas came that gritty story, like you know, the the street side of 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 the black society, not the the political side, not the the smooth, the loving side, not the cool side. He came with that, you know what I'm saying? It's get rid of the get lost type shit, the jungle, you know. So I cut it on. And the first song, I think it's, is it The World Is Yours? I don't know. But that second song, that uh, Life's a Bitch, bruh, I was hooked. Like, the way AZ came on in the beginning of that song, you could tell it was just like, it was some young kids who was just telling how they grew up, you know, visualizing the realism of life and actuality. Fuck who's the baddest, depends on salads and, and kiss the salary. I don't know the lyrics, but you know, feel me? Nas came on, he did his thing, you know. Uh, and the, the album just said trends that I was like, I gotta meet this dude because he was talking so godly, like his voice was godly that you couldn't. Could not even fathom how how strong it was. Like he just came in and he was young. He was eighteen. Your prime. That's when you got the blood of a of of a of a demigod. Like you, and he just shot that up. And that was just so like to me. That was like, bro. Everything I read about this this album was great. Even his late music, like he don't have the best production. I agree with everybody about that. But that cherry wine, Amy Winehouse, you know, stuff like that. That hero, that's still that funk. It's nice, bro. Unusual suspects. Rick Ross killed that. So, no, I always pay homage to Nas, cause Nas is something I, I emulate. You know, I always wanted to be godly. I always wanted to God flow. I always, you know, I don't, cause God say walk in His image. So I, that's the most thing I can ever do is is tell everybody that you know I'm walking in God's image. So I want to be a God, just like Him one day. God body, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, this is a great podcast for me. This is a great way I can, you know, vent. I used to write stuff down all the time, but you know, it just seemed like this part. This, not, I'm not even going to say this podcast. I'm just seem like this, you know, this recording is something I needed, something I needed to hear, something I needed to do. So shout out to Breakfast Club for helping me realize, like, you know, this podcast, that's why I found out how to get this podcast off for of Breakfast Club. So um, thank you. Nine. Nine would be, uh, they still got to be alive. Sizzle. Why sizzle? Um, I just want to ask it out. Like, I listen. If I ever got the chance to to meet her, like I would do whatever it takes to, you know, like just to get her to smile. I just that's all I want to see. I just want to see her like grin one time at me. I'll be that'll be my day. You don't gotta remember. You don't gotta do nothing. I just want to make you smile. Tell you how beautiful you are and how you, how well you sing, and you know go about my day, cause you know I don't you know I don't want you to stress about my dumb ass either, you know, <laughs> you know cause I know I'm an idiot. Like I, if I even get sizzle, guess what? Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. It's gonna go. It's gonna happen. 
And, you know, that's why I'm not forcing myself in a relationship no time soon. You know, I I get my daily my daily things I need from from me and individuals and that's about it. But uh as me in a relationship right now, like what would it take? It would take a goddess. Literally a freaking goddess to to get me to do what I get me to do what they want me to do because right as of right now I don't see it in in no aspect shape or form that that love is meant for me but hey you know never know one day Medusa might come down and look dead look me dead in my eyes and tell me she loved me still might turn to stone well most definitely I will be stoned <laughs> But, um, so who I start? Joey, Lauren, uh, Sizzle, Currency, J. Cole, Erica Badu, Nas. Uh, I think I missed somebody. Who did I miss? Um,. This is basically who I am, though. Like, all these people would tell you, like, if, if I met these people, I would totally express to them who I am. So, this first episode is definitely about who I am and what the things I like. So, I'm not trying to stay away. Let me finish this off. Then I go into the rest of who I am and why I'm doing this. And we'll just end, end the episode, you know. And then I'll come back. Um, I'm going to try to do it, you know, m- mainly three days out out the week, and then we see how we go. If I get a little bit of listeners, if I get a little flaunt following, I get some feedback from you guys, like what you guys want to hear, what you guys want to, you know, talk about, you know, we can have open conversations. I even let fans hop on and talk to me, but I'm just trying to make a way, you know, the more happy I am, the more I get off my chest, the less stress I am, and the more, you know. The more progress you make into making my life better, making your life better, if you're listening. But let's go for this one more time. I got Joey Badass, Warren Hill, Currency, Erica Badu, J. Cole, Nas, uh, Arian Foster. Uh, so let's just keep this moving. Oh, Sizzle. Sizzle. Okay, I got two more people to go. It's two more. Two more. I'm going to pick a, a male and a woman. And then just, just to level the playing field. So, uh, I said Sizzle ass, so let's go with a male. This should be the last male I would like to bring on my show. Joe Rogan. I will most definitely bring Joe Rogan on my show, bro. Like, y'all don't understand. Like, that dude is, 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 he's, he's probably the definition of the most American thing you can be. But at the same time, he shows you how unique America is. Like, this dude is a full-blown 
American. Like, <laughs> just he, MMA, workout, weed, conspiracy theories, own shows, and own products. That's American. You know, you're a creator, you're what I'm looking for. You know, capitalism, anything that has to do with America, being your own boss, that is what Joe Rogan is. And that's something I always wanted to emulate. I watch his podcast all the time. Like, I love the people who bring on that. He brings the most whitest, the most blackest, the most richest, the most poorest people on that. You know, the most strongest and the most weakest people be on his show. But he gives them the same respect and the same dignity as anybody else. You know what I'm saying? And my last person has to be a woman. Jada Fire. Ooh. <laughs> yes, I will bring Jada Fire on my show. Um, self-explanatory. That's my favorite porn star. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody got their favorite porn star, but she was just, you know, somebody I can imagine me smacking every day, like. If she was my mistress, I would be smacking Jada every day, doing whatever I want to do to her. You know what I'm saying? No holes barred. Like, bro, I didn't see every goddamn porno you done made. So I know I can do anything I want to do. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I would have Jada fire. But um, we're going to have another intermission. You know, I'm going to play you another great, you know, intro song. And then we're going to wrap it up. You know, this is my first podcast, so enjoy. Thank you. And we're back. It is officially 2.22 a.m. in the morning. And we're on the last segment of the podcast, which is Who I Am Part 2. As I mentioned, it is 2.20 in the morning, so the yawns do come, but they don't stay for long. Um, So, I would like to end this by saying that, um, you know, I want to say I have different personalities or a split personality. It's just... Mm, I, I just think I've seen a lot. Like, you know... um. I have seen somebody get shot before. I didn't seen somebody, you know. Um, I didn't seen somebody do something real positive before. Like I seen the bad and good before, on both sides. Um, I know when's right is right, and I know when's wrong is wrong. But who I am as a person is, um, um, I'm somebody that you know. Falls in love with the thoughts of you're not the same as the next person. So saying I'm different, like, I, you know, everybody's different and unique in their own way. But I just feel like, you know, there's certain parts that people of people that have the same reptilian mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, 
you know, they all think the same. If this shit don't work, oh, well, I guess I'm going to get me a job and be normal. No, that's not what you're supposed to do. What you're supposed to do is innovate and, and and keep going until you figure your own niche and find out your own purpose. Um, for damn sure, people's purpose was not to work at Walmart for 30 years, work at McDonald's for 30 years, work, work anywhere for 30 years. That is not why we was meant to be on this earth. That's who I am. I'm a person to let you know that you're not meant to be on this earth to work at a basic ass job. You're not meant to be on this earth for you to stay in public housing, renting foreign cars for no necessary reason, Uh, you know, struggling to pay rent, you know, in and out of jail, you know, selling drugs. You're not meant to be here for those type of things. You know what I'm saying? Scamming, you know, that's a, that's a main problem in my neighborhood, well, not my neighborhood, my part of the where I'm from, like Florida, scamming is is like a huge part of what's going on in Florida right now. And you know what I'm saying? It's the idea of, you know, being flashy, acting like you got it or really having it. But at the end of the day, it's not your money. That's what somebody always taught me because I, you know, I'm from Florida, so I'm not going to persecute myself. But I know some people who who's who has close encounter with me in the thought of skin. And if this recording is getting a little staticky, I know, I know, I know. Probably the second one, I will most likely have a firm position to record at. And, um, you know, I, I just got to, I got to post it. I can be, you know, a normal person and take the, just do the recording all over and make it sound better, make it sound perfect. But no, I'm giving you raw, unedited, uncut, you know, straight off the head was coming off my mind. I didn't write nothing down. I didn't think about this. I just seen how to make a podcast and I'm going straight forward with it. You know, I'm, I'm probably not going to look back. I probably don't care who, who listens to me. You know what I'm saying? I just want you guys to get an idea of what what goes on in my mind and like the things that comes out of my mouth. Um, so, on that note, I'm a, um, I gotta come up with something that I do at the end of every show. So um, I'm most likely gonna ask the person who are they at the end of the show. Like, you know, questions that that determines who are they. Like. Uh, Nikes or Jordans, you know, that says a lot about the person. Uh, what else? What else says a lot? Chipotle or Taco Bell? <laughs> no, nah, they don't say a lot. That's both trash ass shit. But uh, Chick Fil A or motherfucking Popeyes? Ooh, yeah, yeah. That say a lot about a person. Five Guys or Burger Five? Mm. says a lot about a person. And, you know, I just keep asking questions about, you know, what's important to them, what's the aspect, what's the aspect of life, and um, how are they trying to make the world a better place. For me, I'm just trying to find 
the perfect drug to leave this world, to go to a better place. You know what I'm saying? Anybody got some ayahuasca, some D, DM, DMT, you know, any psychedelics that'll give me a wonderful trip, I'm into it, you know. Um, who am I? I'm a recently recovering drug addict. <laughs> no, I didn't do hard drugs. Like, I, I never did coke. I never did crack. I never, hell, I never did, uh, motherfucking Molly. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me stop lying. That one time with B, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to B, that's still my nigga. Uh, that was fun. <laughs> I did that once. Once. I never did Molly on a daily basis. What I was addicted to was um, at one point, it was one summer, I think like 2014 or 15, I was addicted to Xanax real bad. Uh I've been over that stage. Lean, lean had me at one point. You know, I was kind of a tippy toppy on it. You know, my main addiction, marijuana, and I am a crackhead. I was, you know, but everybody goes through the junkie stage. And if you say you don't go through a junkie stage nine times out of ten, you're lying. Everybody goes through the weed junkie stage. Um. I would just support that you go through it earlier. I don't want you to, you know, go through your junkie stage where life is really important, like school or college or something like that. You don't ever want to go through that. <laughs> I've just seen too many people fall down that path. But, um, no, this is like my first podcast and... I just want you guys to comment, you know, tell me what you like. I know it sounds staticky. I'm going to get better at it. Um, I'll, I'll probably drop another podcast Wednesday and then Friday. I'm yawning, though. But um, thank you guys. You know, take a listen. Take a good grasp about what I'm talking about. And um, give me some feedback. Thank you. And at the end of the day. Every poet wants to be loved. Thank you. Have a good night.